Welcome to the Wise Crone Cottage Podcast with storyteller Kathy Shimpock. Here we'll meet the crone and uncover her wisdom as found in fairy tales, folk tales, and myths. For it is true that stories, as it is with many people, become better as they grow older. Know that no matter how difficult your journey has been through the magical forest, the wise crone always opens her door to you. In this episode, we'll explore La Bifana, a crone character from Italian folklore. Bifana appears on January 5th to give gifts to children. I'll share with you my story that consolidates many of the tales surrounding her. Finally, we'll look at how La Bifana compares to some other legendary figures who appear during the season of Epiphany. A great while ago, when the world was full of wonders. Many stories swirl around December. Some have pagan origins and others are Christian. Figures of Father Christmas and Santa Claus, gnomes and elves predominate this time. But the stories continue throughout the season to the date of Epiphany. Our story is that of La Bifana, an Italian crone of folklore. Bafana's story is a blend of two familiar tales, The Wise Men's Journey to the Christ Child and Santa Claus. It's a story reminiscent of Santa Claus, in which good children are rewarded and bad children punished. We see this in folk tales that follow the tale type 480, The Kind and Unkind Girls. In these stories, we see a contrast of behavior with each girl rewarded as befits her behavior. Charles Perrault's version of the story is Diamonds and Toads, while the German version is Frau Hola, a story we have discussed often in this podcast. Actually, there are many stories in this tale type from throughout the world. If you're interested in reading more, check either the Sir Lalune or D.L. Ashleman's website. The first trace of La Bifana is found in the 13th century, the word Bifana comes from the word Epiphania, which derives from the Feast of Epiphany. The word itself means manifestation of divinity. Epiphany occurs on January 6th. In the Christian year, this is a celebration of the arrival of the Magi to the Christ child. This is when gifts were first given. Bifana's annual journey occurs on January 5th, but before I can tell you more about that, I have a story to tell. But now, a story. Not in my time, not in your time, but in the wise crone's time. My story of La Bifana is a composite of many of the stories and traditions found throughout Italy regarding her. May my version honor her memory as shared orally by generations of women. It was a cold January night, January 5th, in fact, in northern Italy. Outside, the wind blew and snow was falling. An old woman was still at work in her cottage. Her name was Bifana. She had long, white hair and a big, red nose. Age brought a hunch to her back. She dressed in a patchwork jacket, brightly colored, 
All day she worked taking care of her daughter's many children and animals. Finally, she made her way home. Brr, it was freezing now. The old woman shivered as he entered her own home alone and lit the fire. For just a moment, everything was dark and silent. It was the time to do her own chores, feed the horse, the goat, sheep, and a chicken, prepare a simple meal, and sweep the cold stone floor yet again. Every moment was filled with work in this small, poor village. Bafana was ready to blow out the candlelight when she heard the knock on the door. Who could that possibly be, she thought. She opened the door a crack and saw three strangers standing before her. They were dressed in long robes with fur capes wrapped around them. These were men of wealth, that was certain. Come in, she said, for her village was known for its hospitality. Visitors made their way to the fire to warm their hands, ears, and noses. Have you eaten, she said. They shook their heads, but said little. Here, eat this. She offered them three small bowls of soup. After they had warmed themselves a bit and eaten their fill, they were a bit more chatty. We come from Persia, one said to answer the old woman's question. We are magi, another retorted. We are part of an ancient religious order devoted to astrology, divination, and the interpretation of dreams, the third chimed in. We follow the star in the east and seek the one who has been born king of the Jews, they said in unison. We wish to find and worship him. Look, we have gifts of gold, incense, and myrrh. The old woman had never before seen such treasures. The Magi continued, Have you seen the star in the sky, the one brighter than any other? The prophecy says a child will be born where the light shines. Has a child been born nearby? Bafana shook her head. Her nightly walk home had been brighter than usual, but she hadn't noticed a star. No child had been born in this village. Of that she was sure, for she had midwifed many a babe. There was nothing else to say, so she prepared a spot for them to rest for the night. When she awoke, the Magi were outside, preparing to leave. It seems we have lost our way. We can rest no longer. Thank you for your hospitality, one said. But before they could leave, the second one chimed in. Come with us. You can guide us back north and help us find the babe. Your kindness and knowledge will be quite helpful to us on our journey. Oh, thank you, sir, for the kind offer, but I must stay here, she replied. There is much work to do, children to care for, animals to feed, and rooms to sweep and clean. It never ends. The Magi simply shook their heads and set off. Bafana went to work as always, but that night, as she was lying down to sleep, she remembered the three wise men. She was sorry she didn't go with them. Her daughter could have managed for a while without her. Seeing the birth of a king? How often does that happen to any old woman? Why did she say no? 
The next morning, she awoke early, packed some food and clothes in a knapsack, and said goodbye to her daughter. She took her horse with her and tried her best to catch up with the Magi, but they were long gone. She decided to continue her journey. Perhaps she could still see the child. She brought some sweets for the mother and a soft blanket for the babe. It was one she had woven herself long ago. For you see, Bafana had once lost a baby and wanted to do all she could to help that young mother. But what happened next, no one knows for sure. Some say she made it to the stable, gave the gifts to the baby Jesus, and was graced with a smile. She was filled with love and became the mother of all the children in Italy. Others say that after a long and arduous journey, she reached the stable but found it empty. The family had already left for Egypt. Still others tell that Bafana never found the Christ child at all. To this day, she continues to search for the babe on the night of January 5th. She travels on her broom to every house in Italy. Like Santa, she goes down the chimney, bringing gifts to all the children, hoping to find baby Jesus. Because, as you know, the Christ child can be found in all children. Sometimes before leaving, she sweeps the floor, brushing away the problems of the last year. But, Be sure not to stay up waiting to see her. She does her work in darkness all alone. It's likely if she finds you watching, she'll give you a bump with her broom. And so, Bafana continues to this very day, gifting the good children with candy and fruit, while the naughty ones receive onions or garlic, cold or black candy, or perhaps a stick. Children leave notes to her filled with their wishes and offer her food and wine. There are parties and festivals in her honor, but mostly there are songs. Sadly, since I don't speak Italian, I've modeled this song on the familiar Here Comes Santa Claus. Even so, it matches some of the sentiments of the traditional Italian songs. Here comes La Bufana, here comes La Bufana flying on a broom again. Tattered clothes and sooty shoes, look how very tired she is. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and write your letters, cause La Bufana comes tonight. Here comes La Bufana, here comes La Bufana, flying on a broom again. She's got a bag that's filled with treats for boys and girls again. She comes from the mountains through the dark night. Oh, what a beautiful sight. So eat your pasta and drink your wine, cause La Bufana comes tonight. Here comes La Bufana, here comes La Bufana, flying on a broom again. She'll come along on epiphany, following the star again. Gifts will come to those children who promise to be good tonight. So let's give thanks to the Lord above, cause La Bufana comes tonight. Oh, here comes La Bufana, here comes La Bufana, flying on a broom again. Tattered clothes and sooty shoes, look how very tired she is. 
Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and write your letters, cause Labafana comes tonight. Long live Labafana! Long live Labafana! You may be wondering how I know these old stories, but that is a story for another day. The moral of the story is... We often think about Christmas as the apex of the season, but there are many traditions associated with the time of Epiphany. Of these, La Bifana is only one. The time of Christmas itself coincides with the ancient Roman festival of Saturnalia, held in honor of the god Saturn. These festivities occurred from December 17th until the 23rd. Gifts were given during this celebration, too. In Austrian folklore, Frau Perchta takes a more sinister approach during the Twelfth Night and Epiphany. Frau Perchta is a sturdy Germanic woman who lives in the groves and mountain chasms. Her intent is in punishing those who are bad, especially the lazy, greedy, or idle. Both children and adults are at risk of having their very stomachs ripped open by her and filled with refuse. Yuck! Scholars contend that she was once a goddess who was transformed into a witch when Christianity overtook the early pagan beliefs. In northern Italy, the old year was represented by an old woman, her effigy in the form of a puppet was burned at the new year to ensure fertility and a plentiful harvest. Ouch! But as we know, not all the negative holiday figures are old women. Krampus is found in Central European folklore. He is a half-goat, half-demon monster that punishes misbehaving children at Christmas. Sound familiar? However, in contrast to the belly-splitting Frau Perchta, Krampus is practically a choir boy. Of all these old women characters, La Bifana seems most benign. She is thought to be associated with Strenua or Strenia, a Roman goddess of the new year, purification, and well-being. La Bifana is considered to be Mother Christmas in northern Italy, where presents are not given until January 6th. In the early days of her celebration, people dress in ragged clothes, blacken their faces with soot, and use rope to make a wig of hair. Pairs, one male and one female, represent La Bifana and her companion known as Bifano. Some sing outside houses for food, money, or drink. This practice is similar to holiday customs found in England and Wales. Children write their wish list on sheets of paper and place them in the fireplace to float up to the chimney. In some locations, children hang multicolored stockings near the fireplace, hoping to receive her gift of sweets, nuts, fruit, and a few trinkets. There are processions with songs of La Bifana that differ from village to village. Dancing is also part of the festivities. La Bifana is certainly a wise crone figure. She is kind and hard-working. She provides hospitality to the Magi when they appear at her doorstep. However, like Martha of the New Testament, she is too busy with chores to seek Jesus. 
Crohn's aren't infallible. They can make mistakes, too. La Bafana changes her mind. She goes off alone to find the staple under the stars. She never found Jesus or the Magi, but she found her mission instead. It's a mission made for a crone. Like Frau Hola and Santa Claus, she determines the worth of the children of Italy. They receive their just reward, just like the kind and unkind girl motifs. Personally, I'd prefer it if all the children are found worthy. But perhaps, just perhaps, that's what happens after all. In Ireland, the celebration of Epiphany on January 6th is known as Women's Christmas. As the Reverend Jan Richardson writes, Women's Christmas originated as a day when the women who often carried the domestic responsibilities all year took Epiphany as an occasion to celebrate together at the end of the holidays, leaving hearth and home to the men for a few hours. I believe Bafana may have been the first overworked woman to honor the spirit of Women's Christmas. Many women find the holidays filled with so many activities and responsibilities that they are unable to find any time for reflection and self-care. Women's Christmas is a time to both celebrate and reflect on the year that is past and the one that is before us. And so, I leave you now with a poem from Jan Richardson called Wise Women Also Came. It shed a different journey for La Bafana and a different journey for those of us who see ourselves traveling with her. May you be blessed with the time for reflection on what is past, what is to come, and what is today. The world needs a wise crone in this new year, now more than ever. Wise women also came. The fire burned in their wombs long before they saw the flaming star in the sky. They walked in shadows, trusting the path would open under the light of the moon. Wise women also came, seeking no directions, no permission from any king. They came by their own authority, their own desire, their own longing. They came in quiet, spreading no rumors, sparking no fears to lead to innocent slaughter, to their sister Rachel's inconsolable lamentations. Wise women also came, and they brought useful gifts, water for labor's washing, fire for warm illumination, a blanket for swaddling. Wise women also came, at least three of them, holding Mary in labor, crying out with her in the birth pangs, breathing ancient blessings into her ear. Wise women also came, and they went, as wise women always do, home a different way. The wise crone knows it's time for you to leave. Your journey home takes you back through the forest. It may at times be difficult, but no fear. Her final words to you are, remember to stay on the path. Do not leave the path no matter what you see or experience. And so it was, and so it is. Thank you for listening. We'll meet again the fourth Sunday of each month. This podcast has been sponsored by Heart Symbol Publishing, where you'll find a wide variety of guided imagery downloads to achieve your goals and enhance your life. 
This is the storyteller Kathy Shimpak. This podcast is narrated by Linda Bennett. Music is the Snow Queen by Kevin McLeod at Incompetet.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. Stories by the Brother Grimm are in the public domain. <laughs> <laughs>